It's your favorite podcast, Almost Holy, where being almost holy is just the starting point, and holiness in Christ is the destination, with your host, Victoria Faith. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Almost Holy. This is your host, Victoria Faith. I'm feeling really good to be here today because I'm joined with one of my best friends who also happens to be my cousin. His name is Israel Obi. If you would like to introduce yourself a little bit, go for it. For sure, for sure. Uh, Like Victoria said, uh, my name is Israel Obi. I don't know what else you want me to say. Uh, 22 years old, just graduated from <laughs> UW Madison. Uh, yeah, that's it. Me. Okay, so like, tell us a little bit about like your faith. Like, where are you in your walk with God? Yeah. Um, should I just like tell kind of my faith journey? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're all like. Okay, for sure. <laughs> so, um, so right now. Uh, well, I'll start from the beginning, I guess. Um, so I'm a pastor's kid. Uh, grew up in the church, grew up in the faith. Um, so grew up loving God, definitely. Um, as I like started to get older around the time I got to high school, um, that started to change a little bit for me. I was always the person like in like middle school, early high school, I was always the person who talked about God or, uh, really lived my life. You know, like I didn't cuss, like didn't do anything right. Like Holy. People used to call me like Pastor Obi all the time. Um, and around like high school and with some things I was struggling with. Um, and honestly, it was some sin that I fell into. Um, it really made me start questioning God. Um, I felt like I had always been like kind of taught about God through my through my parents, who I feel like have always been great representations of what it means to follow Christ. Um, so for like for me, it was always like I know God is real, but it was more through my parents and not through myself. Um and around the time I was like, I think my junior year of high school, I don't know, it was around that time, uh, my young days. But um, I started to like question things a lot. I started to ask a lot of questions. Um, and I felt like a lot of the, the questions that I had for people, people didn't have answers for. Um, and the more I like asked questions, the more my faith started to kind of deteriorate. Um, so after that, I kind of, went on a journey of losing my faith. And I remember there was a specific time where I like was asking God to reveal himself to me and I didn't feel like he did that. So I then kind of got to a point where I was like, if God is real, he'll show himself to me. If he's not, he's not, I'm just not going to keep stressing about it. So I lived the next four or five years of my life in the world. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow uh, it wasn't too bad, but Definitely wasn't really going to church like that. I was going to church more just for my parents than for myself. Um, I would pray every once in a while, but really just living in the world, you know, started with cussing, ended with, you know, living like everybody else does. So um, by the time I got to like my junior year of college, though, I was at a point in my life where I felt like I wasn't myself. I had always known myself as a peaceful person, as somebody who wasn't really angry or wasn't jealous or spiteful. I had always known myself as somebody who uh, was pretty focused and like had a good, was in a good place most of the time, felt peace. And I think that was the first moment in my life where I realized I wasn't like friendships sucked, uh, relationships sucked. Uh, I was smoking like every day, not every day, but like a couple, like three or four times a week. Um, and just a lot of things just didn't feel like me. 
Um, so at that point, I remember uh, just praying to God and just I'm opening my heart to you. Give like I'll give you another chance. Um, and from then, honestly, things have really changed for me again. Uh, found my faith again in a lot of ways. So now I'm I'm here and almost holy, you know, trying to fully experience God. Still struggling with some things, but uh, over the past year or so. I've grown so much and learned so much about the Bible and faith that I never knew before because I actually started to read the Bible for myself and stuff like that. So that's kind of the the overall picture of it. Hopefully I didn't go to say too much or go too long. But No, I think it's great. And that's really why I wanted to like have you on this episode because it's not like, you know, you're somebody who's always got it right. And you really have to find God for yourself, which a lot of us have. And also like just, uh, so for all of you who don't know also like, yes, Israel and I are cousins, but like we just found this out like three years ago. Um, and it was <laughs> yeah. just like actually crazy because we just like clicked right away and it was really our faith that like brought us together, even though a lot of the times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's actually hilarious because it's we used to have these conversations it's like, I don't know if you told your your viewers about the, about back in the day. <laughs> know who Victoria Faith was before Christ. Uh, <laughs> but we just used to have conversations like it would be about God, but there was a time where like neither of us were like, really like feeling it Christianity at all. Um, and we kind of were having our own ideas about God and we used just to always have conversations about God, but it would never be, there were always great conversations for some reason. I don't know what it was, great. but it was never, a, it was, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't even really explain it, but so many conversations we would have. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's like we loved God kind of, but also it was on our agenda. It was like God comfortable, like it was, wanting to serve a God who is like comfortable for us. But I would say, you know, over these, over this last year, um, really both of us have grown a lot in our faith as we've like surrendered our will to the will of God. And it's been a struggle, but that's why, you know, we're always going from almost holy to holy. And so I thought it would be like a really good idea for this episode to talk about the peace of God and how you experience it, given the fact that both of us have really lived in a life that we chose to not be in peace because we wanted to do what we wanted to do. Um, and as I was like looking up things for this episode, I was just like, what does like peace mean? So I was on some Christian websites and things like that. And I was like, so what is peace? And it says it's the harmony and calmness of the mind, body and spirit, trusting in the power and grace of God which I was like, wow. And then it was like, how do you have it? And it says it requires a mixture of humility and courage to experience God's be peace, seeking beyond the mere abilities of our understanding. Um, so I was, <laughs> that was lit. Okay. Right. So I was like, okay, wow. So immediately I'm like, so peace requires some sort of like action on our part. It doesn't just like fall from the sky. It requires us to be like courageous and seek humility that to see beyond, to have peace beyond what we see, feel, or think. Um, so it's really not, I guess what I got from it is also that it's not just living in like this natural world, but like, like living in the spiritual world through the Holy Spirit, um, a, a peace that exceeds everything that we, that that's going on around us um, and taking us to where God wants us to go. Um, facts, facts. I think especially with the point of humility, like that's, is so much I can say about that, but I'm gonna go into it a little bit in 
in a little bit when we talk when I talk about kind of uh, some of my experiences. But yeah, that was really good. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so yeah, um, this episode, I also was just like thinking too, and like the grand and like the larger scheme of things is that I feel like a lot of Christians, like, you know, we're, we're like, we follow Jesus, it's great, but like, we never experience his peace. And like mm-hmm. myself included, and just like hearing your story, you're like, you weren't living in peace for like a couple of years, and like mm-hmm. myself. So I just wanted to like urge people to be like it's out there there's no reason that we don't experience like the fullness of what god has for us when he yeah. when because of jesus we have access to this supernatural peace um there's nothing like the peace of god like nothing like it like <laughs> there's literally i can't even say anything like there's nothing like that. <laughs> uh, really surpasses all understanding Yes, yes, it's it's incredible. So yeah, we're just gonna like get into the episode, I guess, then. And I wanted to know, like, from how do I say this? So Israel, like, just tell us about a time where like you weren't experiencing God's peace and like what was it like? What was going on? Um, yeah, just yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I think for me, I was I, I kind of just said my faith journey or whatever. So around that time when I started to feel like you know things were all over the place and I wanted to give God another chance. Um, a couple months after that, I remember I did a fast. It was like a three week fast. I ended up after two weeks, I cut it off, <laughs> um, but it wasn't a food fast. So I fasted like social media, um, drinking, smoking, um, just all the things that I knew were like, you know, God probably wouldn't be happy with me doing these things. Um, and during that time, I, had experienced God in a way that I hadn't ever experienced him before. I was praying about things and I was getting answers. Like I was reading the word and like God was speaking to me through the word. Um, Like I was journaling and stuff and and God was really like speaking. So I just knew that there was more, you know, and I knew who God was at that point. And that was some of like the most peaceful, those were two of the most peaceful weeks, two to three of the most peaceful weeks um, I had had like in college, uh, like even though things around me weren't sure, weren't certain, there's a certain scripture that like always comes to mind. I always talk about, but Proverbs three, five and six, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding uh, In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Around that time, that scripture started to just be on my heart a lot. Um, and I had writ- wrote it down in my journal and that was what I was trying to do. I'm just going to trust in God. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to trust in God. So after that fast, I knew that God was what I wanted. And I wanted to follow God. And I wanted to really recommit my life to God. And although that's what was happening spiritually, physically, I was still living in the world, right? Like my friends are still my friends. I'm still hanging out the same way I was hanging out before. I'm still talking the way I was talking before. And all the things that I knew God wanted me to do, I was struggling with actually doing them. When I, as the year kind of went on after that, I was slowly but surely trying to kind of cut away the things that weren't producing fruit in my life, cutting away the things that weren't bringing me closer to God, cutting away the things that God was showing me were was taking away from me. Um, one of those things, I keep talking about it, was smoking. Um, used to smoke, like I said, <laughs> a decent amount. Uh, And that was something I held on to as long as I could. So the rest of that year, as I'm reading the word of God, 
um, I started to, you know, read the Gospels more or for the first time myself. And it just opened up to me in such a new way, seeing what Jesus actually said and the things he preached and um, seeing the things that he said come to life for me. It was really changing was things like, you know, like the love of money. You know, you can't like loving money is the root of all evil or things like that. And he's talking about the lust of the, the lust of the flesh. Right. Like things that we want, momentary pleasures in our life that end up taking away from us and the people around us. Uh, so as I'm trying to get rid of those things in my life, I was still smoking. And I remember this specific time, and this was about a month before I officially had stopped smoking. Um, I was smoking with some of my friends that I you know, always smoked with. We always chill together, whatever. At this point, God had really been changing my heart in terms of the things that I'm thinking about, the things I'm listening to. So I was listening to a lot more gospel music instead of listening to as much hip hop and secular music, uh, really just because of the content. I didn't want to be listening to music about sex, money, murder, drugs as much anymore. Um, so really trying to change my heart, change what I'm thinking about. And, you know, the Bible talks about thinking on things that are good, right? Like thinking on good things. So recognizing what the Bible says about just how, you know, your, your eye is the gate to your soul and the things that you listen to, the things you look at are what you're going to become. I was really trying to change what I was listening to. So I was with some friends and we were smoking. And I remember specifically, it's actually hilarious, but it was this little baby video. <laughs> and I don't know if you all know who Lil Baby is. You might have heard of him. Um, but he's just, you know, uh, a really popular rapper right now. Um, but we were, we were watching this little baby video and I remember watching it while I was, uh, at the time I had just smoked. And I remember thinking, looking at the video, he's all the, like the money, the jewelry, the cars, the lifestyle, the partying and lusting after it in a way that like, I didn't realize before how much that stuff was like, how much I would look at that stuff. But I remember looking at it and like desiring it. And at that point, there was also a voice in me, the voice of God in me was just like, this is not it. You know, like I said, you know, the love of money is the root of all evil, that type of stuff. Um, and seeing that, like, and, and it's not just a scripture for me anymore. You know, it's, it's something that I see and something that I truly believe, not just because it was told to me, but because like God has shown me so much. But, um, and I just remember realizing that like, as much as I want to smoke, this isn't for me. I can't keep doing this uh, if I want to be who God is calling me to be. Another thing that I was struggling with at that time was just episodes of like anxiety and like not depression as like really bad, but just episodes of like anxiety and depression where I would have like weeks where I didn't really want to talk to people, didn't really want to get out of bed, would just watch YouTube videos all day. YouTube. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I love YouTube. But uh, there's a lot of stuff out there. Anyway, I had that, <laughs> that period of just, I, I would always have that. Um, and throughout college, they got a lot worse. And I realized that over time that um, a lot of that, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit later. But so I, I was struggling a lot with just those, that anxiety and that depression and I was praying a lot about that. And in the midst of sin, in the midst of whatever, I would just pray and just talk to God about it. And I felt like God was really pulling me to, to stop smoking for whatever reason. Um, and I wouldn't do it. I would, you know, I would talk to God while I was 
doing things I wasn't supposed to be doing. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of, I don't know what, is there more information I should give on that? Or, no, I think that's good. Yeah. So that's kind of where, where I was a situation in my life where I, I knew the peace of God was, I had a taste of it when I did that fast. Um, and I had a taste of it when I was living for God in those periods, but it was extremely hard for me to give up what I loved and what I was so used to going to for that feeling of peace, even if it was momentary. Yeah, no, I think that's, it's, I think what you said is like, it hit on so many good points because it's like, especially once after you experience the peace of God, you know, when things are not of God, it's very, very clear. Like the Holy Spirit is convicting you. You know what it's like to be in just like harmony with God being aligned with him. And so when you start to enter when you are doing things that God has convicted you specifically not to do, you're right. like, I feel uneasy. My anxiety shoots up. I feel restless. And you don't know why, because you're like, it's not that bad. You know, like everybody right. around me is doing it. They're cooling. So I should be cooling too. Um, and I've done it before. And so it's like, it's a whole process. And like something that you, you said to me one time when I was like struggling with being like almost holy, I guess, was yeah. that the flesh is never satisfied. Um, because I think that so often we're like, okay, a little bit of sin, a little bit of doing mm -hmm. what God has instructed me specifically not to do, it won't impact my life that much. But like you, you, you know, that it's not the direct, you know, that it's not the direction that God wants you to go and you're not in the will right. of God, like very, very clearly. Yeah. Um, and it's addictive too. Like that's, just to go off that like, it's so addictive and it's never just a taste like it's never. always you know you know when you have a bag of potato chips or just some food that you know you're not supposed to eat you're like oh i'll just have one like it's never just one it always turns into more and sin is the same way so that's all i wanted to say but yeah yeah no i think it's so real and i think it's important especially as we are like maturing believers really too to also be aware of the things that like um the enemy will try to like you know, target you with and try to like, you know, kind of like hang over your head that it's so yeah. appealing because he knows how much you liked it before, like before you found God. So Back. it's like, oh, you know, they'll like, they'll, they'll remember because it looks so shiny on the outside. It looks good. It looks like it'll please me in the moment. But like, oh, I keep eating that cheesecake. And a couple years from now, now I'm overweight or something like that. And so I guess that leads me to like my first question is like, why do you think that like people have like such a hard time releasing their fleshly desires like for the will of God? Yeah, I it's so difficult. I think the biggest thing is the flesh is powerful. Like the flesh is strong. Like the Bible says, you know, the flesh is strong, but the spirit, you know, like these desires that we have are real, are very real. And the things that we want to do that are against God's will are real. We will have every reason in the book to want to not follow God. Like we'll have reasons, family reasons. We'll have, you know, like the people around us might be convincing us to do something or this might be the way we bond with people. It might be that we want to do this. We've always done this and this has always been our escape. The flesh is very strong and it's extremely hard to let go of what you're so used to doing and what you're comfortable with really it's about stepping, like stepping outside your comfort zone. Like that's terrifying for most of us, at least it is for me. So I don't know. I feel like it's hard just because of how strong the flesh really is. But what you were saying before about just when you sin and just like being convicted by the Holy Spirit after really growing in your relationship with God, 
it's like I really don't want people to think that it's this like oh I'm doing something wrong now I'm gonna go to hell like it's it's not like that at all like it's you've experienced the peace of God at this point you've experienced the joy of the Lord and once you have that everything else feels like a cheap knockoff mm-hmm. like it honestly does like after I experienced God like me smoking like I realized the feeling that I got then when I was high was nothing compared to the feeling, the peace and the joy that I had when I was following God. So it's not that I'm saying, oh, I need to stop because this is what the Bible tells me to per se, is that I'm I'm seeing it. Like I'm I'm seeing that there's way more to life than what I'm doing. And I think for people who struggle with letting go of what they're doing because they and, and experiencing the peace of God, I think a lot of it is either one, not knowing what the peace of God truly feels like, mm-hmm. not knowing what it feels like to be in God. Um, but also like even knowing what it's like, not feeling like you have the ability to to let go of the things you're doing, not wanting to, right? Like we still have our own desires, not wanting to let go of the things that we're doing for whatever reason. Um, yeah, I guess that was only my two things, <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, no, and I think um, there was there was two things I think I was going to say. Um, also, it's not like it's just like this like linear progression at times, you know, where you think like, OK, I'm going to accept God and this will just be it'll always almost get easier and it'll always still make sense. But it's like a constant like choice, like as like I was just mentioning earlier, like peace is like very much a choice to not just like live in your current situation, but like wanting something out of it. So if you aren't like listening to the word of God and also Israel, 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 what you said earlier about like as you were listening to like secular music and things like that like that was feeding your spirit and it says right. like in the word it's funny that the bible actually touches on everything it's like faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of god so the more you listen to the word the more you listen to gospel music the more you are in his presence or around people who are who are speaking the same language that you are your your yeah. spirit is also getting stronger and so but as soon as you step away from that like don't be like y'all don't be surprised if all of a sudden like you are entertained again by the things of this world um because it's a it's a it's a daily choice to um to to really follow jesus um, right and the things of this world like they're they're exciting like they're, they're like they yeah, yeah they're fun and they feel good so it's not i don't want to give this this idea that like like you said like things it's not it's a daily choice every day to trust in god and what he says over our own understanding of things. As yeah. humans, there's only so much we can see. Like we're very present. We only can see a little bit ahead of us, but not even really. We don't know what we're gonna do tomorrow. We don't know what's gonna happen the next day. So it's easy for us to make decisions that we don't think are gonna hurt us in the future, mm-hmm. but that do. Right. God knows, right? Mm-hmm. God knows what the future is gonna be. He knows what he's calling us to be. So when God's telling you not to do something, it's not just to stop you from doing what you want to do. It's for you. It's so that you can become the person that he wants you to be. And that's the the best version of yourself and live your true best life. Like that's what God wants for you is to live your best life in him. Right. Right. Like God is not in the realm of time. Like he's a beginning and the end. He's a first and the last, the alpha and the omega. So therefore we can't just be like, okay, because it doesn't make sense to me, but God already has, a thousand steps ahead of you. So like trusting him, it doesn't mean that 
it's going to maybe be like be pretty immediately but god is like but you have to you you don't understand i operate outside of the realm of time um because what i have for you is so much better even if it feels good in the moment like for me something that i've like touched on struggling with is like my relationship like with men often like i love the attention love it love it love it it's great and y'all y'all know i'm in the season of singleness that some days i'm happy about it some days i'm not um but it's like that attention it was like it was satisfying and it's still like if i step back into the into that like trust and believe it's still just as satisfying but i also know the peace that god gives me when i'm with him and that he loves me unconditionally and that's what i was talking about in my last episode is like the love of god it's just it is beyond what what us humans can like do for each other um so so yeah i guess that's gonna lead me a little bit to also talking about like how we went from this place of being like almost holy experiencing god's peace thinking that like oh yes like are knowing that we love god but not surrendering ourselves to God. So what was it like transitioning into surrendering to God and his will for your life? It was tough. <laughs> it was very tough. And I, like, I'm not gonna lie, I still struggle, you know, like, yeah. So, um, but it, at, like I was saying before, I got into it a little bit, but didn't really finish. Um, I had I got to a point where I realized like, I can't really do this anymore with smoking, right? Um, and I was at a point in my life where like, I was struggling a lot just with like, like I said, anxiety, like depressive episodes, things like that. And this is just me. And I'm not saying that this is like, if you do this, this will change your life. You know, I just knew where God was calling me and what he was saying, doing for me. Um, so that's what I followed. And eventually I got to a point where, like I said, I would be praying even when I was smoking, like I would be praying about things and trying to just like talk to God and being honest with God about what was going on. And that's another thing. I think a lot of us think that like God doesn't want to hear um, what we have to say or that God, I don't like, we, we think prayer is this like formal thing and like God wants to know what's in your heart. And if you're struggling with something and you know, God wants you to do something else, talk to him about it. Like talk to God, like continue to talk to God. And that was the biggest thing for me because as I'm talking to God, He's showing me things as I'm talking to God. It's it's recentering me on like the purpose of why I need to stop doing what I'm doing and like the future that God has for me. But anyway, eventually I got to a point where I, where I was able to stop. Um, like I threw away everything that I had um, and that was related to weed or whatever. And it was tough after that, like very tough to, like, you know, I'm going around my friends and they're smoking and being able to say no was extremely hard. On one hand, I wanted to do it. And on the other hand, I didn't want to be that guy in the room that's the buzzkill. I didn't want to be that guy that's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm changing my life around. You know, nobody wants to hang out with that guy. So for me, that was really hard. But I really believed and trusted in what God was calling me to do. And a lot of that was grounded in just my faith had grown so much and reading the word and praying and putting the word to the test. Um, like I knew I knew God and I, and I trusted in God. So, but after that, like a couple weeks later, like those like highs and lows that I used to have and those like episodes of just like being really low and being really anxious slowly started to go away. And like, I still am somebody who has my highs and lows, but when I'm following God and when I'm not like doing things that are destroying, that are honestly like hurting me more than helping me, 
my lows are way are, are not nearly as low as they used to be. And my highs are so much like more consistent. Mm. Um, and it's not highs like I'm not feeling this like in, like this pleasure all the time and this like like bliss, but it's it's peace. It's a peace that you can't really describe or understand until you experience it. And that's something that I want so much, like I'm willing to give up all of the things that I might enjoy, that might give me a good time with my friends, that might give me like memories to talk about because that peace mm. tastes so much better. So much better. And yeah, you said a lot of really good things as far as like, also like feeling some type of way about it. Like, okay, yes, yes, it gives you peace, but like your emotions are still, are, your emotions are still very real. And that's like an important thing is that like your emotions aren't gonna disappear just because you chose peace. Like know yeah. that you are stepping outside of just your, just outside your like physical body basically by like by deciding this. And so for me, what like what the situation I guess kind of was is that like I could have easily gone back. And so like, talking to people who are unhealthy for me and just going back to everything that God like pulled me out of, which of course it sounds so easy, but also when the enemy is like literally tempting you with your kryptonite, it is a lot harder than, um, a lot harder than I guess a lot of people would like to admit. Um, but shout out to having godly community for really like pushing me along the way, but, but it really, is a, a struggle, but it, it's so nice because I knew it was what God wanted me to do. Because immediately after I made the decision to like not go back, ooh, I felt like an, a, an immense amount of peace. But like an hour later, I was so sad. And I was just like, why did I do this? Why am I like, why, like, why did, why do I always have to feel this type of like sadness, especially in terms of relationships? And so that's so important to like talk about as we choose holiness, as we choose like what God has in store for us, as we choose his will over our will is that it's not going to be just like a rainbow and butterflies, I guess, as I always say, it's yeah. going to be like, okay, I'm, I'm stepping out and I'm stepping out, I'm stepping off the boat into what is beyond what like like what makes sense in my life and what I may maybe even want for my life um right. but but I know I want God more and so, so yeah. yeah no definitely and I think I I keep I, we keep emphasizing that but I think it's so important to say that like Christianity is not there or following God following Christ is not this experience of everything just solves itself right God answers all your problems. You don't have issues anymore. You don't struggle. Like God completely changes. Like you are still you. You are still you. And you've made decisions. You have things that like your your brain is like attracted to, addicted to. You have ways that you've, you're used to moving. And it's a conscious choice to go against those things. And sometimes it's not immediately satisfying. Like sometimes like when I'm going out and I'm with my friends and they're like balling out, having fun, drinking, smoking, like I'm might feel like at first I might feel like, dang, like I'm not having as much fun. Right. But in the future, one, I trust in God. So I know that what God is telling me to do is for me at the end of the day. And I might have some momentary times where I don't maybe enjoy things as much as other people, or I might have times where I really want to go to this, what I'm used to going to when I'm in a struggle, I might be feeling anxious and I really want to go to smoke. Or I might be feeling down and I really want to go to smoke. Mm -hmm. But I know that 
what God is calling me to do is, is better than that. And that God is going to satisfy me more, maybe not in the, the, the present moment, maybe not right away, but when it comes to it, God's going to heal me from it. God's not in the business of escapes. He's in the business of healing. So like what? That was good. No, that was just real quick. <laughs> God's not here to offer you a escape from whatever's going on with the storm. He's not here to offer you escape through the storm. He's here to, to comfort you through it. Um, and just trust that God is taking you through the storm for a reason. Like, and you might not, it might be to learn something way 10 years down the line. It might just be because a storm has to happen, but God is going to get you through it because he said he would. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. This is really about like spiritual maturity, like to be honest, because it's yes, it's great to like start at a place where like Israel and I were both saying like we we have felt the peace of God, right? Like we know what that feels like, but then it's not just like a oh, we go to church and we feel this. Now we're applying this to our lives, which is going to require us to act on it and us to not just live the way that we used to live. Like we have to right. die to our flesh and choose the spirit. Like I think right. how, um, you know, what is it? John the Baptist, he's like less of me and more of Jesus. So I have to, I have to die to myself. That sounds a little dramatic, but 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 it's so true though. Um, yeah. As you begin to develop and grow in your relationship with God, you realize how accurate that is and how much is necessary for um, for you living in His will. To be honest, but it's yeah. great. I've never like, even though I maybe could have been a, like a lot more depressed once I moved to LA because so many things changed that were outside of my control. The amount of peace and joy that I still was able to experience, it was nothing but God. So it's right. not like, okay, yes, it's hard. Like, and I just am doing this because it's painful. It actually brings me joy. And I, and I, and I am delighted to be able to like serve God and to be able to yeah. grow into the person that he's called me to be and able to like help build his kingdom on earth. Like it's, it's right. true privilege to be honest. So um, so yeah also oh my goodness what what I was just talk, what I was just thinking about is like the storms right in Matthew chapter what eight when the disciples and Jesus were on the boat and there was a storm and the disciples are freaking out they're like what's going on Jesus is literally asleep he's asleep right. but he's also with them and so he wakes up he, the, the disciples wake Jesus up and he's they're like master like what's what's going on and then he was like you have little faith like, yeah. don't you understand that, like, I'm here with you, that because I'm here, like, you you still have access to peace. Jesus said before he, like, ascended that peace is what he leaves, is what he gives us, his peace. Yeah. And so it's not saying that the storm won't happen, but the joy and the spiritual maturing that that's required is to know that God is with you through it all. Um, and that should be peaceful in and of itself. So Right. And that, I think the funny thing about that story is Jesus is the one who took them into the storm. Mm. <laughs> like, it's not always storms in your life or problems that you go through. Again, it's, it's never black and white, right? There's balance to the Bible, just like there's balance to life, right? Like some things are happen outside of your control. They just happen. Some things just happen. But sometimes God will take you through a storm to build in you what he what the character that he wants you to have so that you can be better like you can be a better person um one thing i was talking to um one of my my brothers um who's a pastor at the church um that i go to at home and he was talking about how 
the Israelites, when God took it, for those of you who don't, aren't really too familiar with it, but you know, God freed the Israelites from Egypt. They were in slavery and he took them through the wilderness into the promised land, right? Their gift, the, the best thing that they got from that trip journey was not the promised land. It was the people that they became in the wilderness. God was trying to build in them a trust in him over all things. And that's what the entire Bible is really about, is how humans can learn to trust in God. Because when we don't trust in God, everything hits the fan. We have what we have in this world, which is a lot of trash, (laughs) a lot of trash, because we don't trust in God. We choose our feelings. We choose our minds. We choose our decisions instead of just trusting in God. So. Completely. And it, in going back to like bring God taking you into a storm, Romans 5, 3 and 4 says, not only that, but we rejoice in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character and character produces hope. <laughs> Y'all, when I tell you, you need to read the Bible. Paul B. Spin. Paul B. Spin, man. I'm playing with my God. <laughs> So that just literally like hits on the point that it's like you're building this like trust that can't be shaken. Your foundation is so firm that I don't I it's not even that I I I just react and respond to what's around me because I have hope. I have trust because I've seen God do it once before and I know he's going to do it again. Um, It's really a beautiful thing. It is. Everybody needs to read. If you haven't read one of the Gospels, just one, just just, just, one. Pick it up. just one, maybe a chapter a day or just read through it. Mark is pretty short. It's only 16 chapters, I think. Like all of this is centered around Christ. And none of this, if you're listening to this and you're just like, what do they even talk about? This is kind of dumb. Like it's not going to make sense to you until you know who Jesus was. And once you see who Jesus was and you see the way that he acted and you see the way that he treated the people around him even the people who are killing him, you won't recognize how beautiful, like building the character of God truly is. Like how much you want to be able to sit through a storm and be a comfort for somebody Mm. instead of reacting in anger, how much you want to be able to bless your enemies, how much you want to be able to, to suffer for people and be able to heal people and whatever. It's all about Jesus, of course, but Jesus. And that's also what just like an important thing to also stress, like, yes, we're talking about our experience and things like that, but it's because we have like this deep love for Jesus. And before we even decided to love him, he loved us and died for us. So always going back to that, it's like Jesus did did something none of us could. Yeah, throughout the whole whole Old Testament. So if you don't believe me, start reading it, Um, (laughs) which I do, but that's that's not the point. Everybody. So yeah, um, I guess as we like start to close, like do you have any final like words, advice, wisdom you would like to yeah. listen? Yeah, and I'm not sure if we really did the peace of God justice. I hope we did, um, or I hope you at least got a glimpse into what it feels like, like a glimpse into that the peace of God is available to you. I just at least you, I want you to know that the peace of God is available to everybody, um, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done. Um, whether you're somebody who's lived your whole life by the book and hasn't ever sinned, um, if you exist, or you're somebody who has never even tried to do the right thing. The peace of God is available to you. It takes change. It takes some type of sacrifice. Um, but one thing that, that Jesus says, and you talk, talked about it a little bit, 
Um, but it's in Matthew 11, it's Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. But he says, come to me, all you who are weary or burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What that doesn't mean is that it's not going to be hard, but following God, following Jesus, the yoke that you're going to carry is so much easier than following the world. Because in the world, you're going to be stressed. You're going to be confused. You're going to be trying to be in control. You're going to feel anxious. You're not going to experience that joy and that peace. But with God, yes, it's going to take change. Yes, it's going to take you being able to offer up some things to God and say, you know what, I don't, you know, understand what's going on or, you know what, I love this. I love this. This is what I love, but I'm going to choose to allow God to change whatever he needs to about me. And you will experience that peace. Like, and and that's a guarantee. Like, I will guarantee you that If, if you can offer up to God, whatever you're putting before him, whatever you're doing that you think is helping you. And that's the thing too. God wants what's best for you. God wants to, to bless you. Father. He wants you to be happy. He's he's your heavenly father. Like, I keep talking about Jesus, of course. But like Jesus says, like, you know, like, how many of you, he was talking to just, he was doing a sermon. He was talking to people. He said, like, how many of you, when your kid asks you for a rock, would you give him like a snake, right? How many of you, like, if if your kid asks you for, for something, right? If your kid asks you for a PlayStation, how many people would go and give them a notebook, right? Like it's, if, and he says, if you sinful people, you people who are confused, who are lost, who don't know what's going on in life, who are out here just trying to learn and figure it out, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father want to give good gifts to you? God wants to bless you, but he wants to give you things when you can handle them mm-hmm. and not he wants you to, to give you things so that you can be a blessing to others in the way that he is. So that, that peace is a part of that, right? So it, it takes being able to say, you know what, I don't understand everything. This is what I think is good for me. And being able to say, if God wants me to stop doing this, if God wants me to offer this up, if God wants me to take some time away from this, I'll do it. Um, and just follow God and, and you'll experience that peace. So that's, I guess, that would be my advice. But just start small. Like, it's not like, you don't have to have everything figured out right now. Start at like, if there's one thing that you're doing that you know is like, I shouldn't be doing this, just pray about it. Cut it out, but pray about it. Talk to God. Tell him, hey, God, I know this is something I shouldn't be doing, but hey, I feel like I, I need to do this. Talk to God about it. Like God cares about you. He cares about what you're going through. He cares about your struggles. He cares about what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Tell him about it. And and I promise you that when you talk to God about it and you humble yourself before him, you talked about humility before in like the original thing, like being able to say that you don't know is extremely hard for everybody. But be willing to say that you don't know and God will show himself to you in a way that like, will change the rest of your life. So. Yes, give it to God. Like literally as you're talking, so many scripture was so many scriptures were coming to mind. And like Paul in Second Corinthians, he's like, 
God's power is made perfect in our weakness. So if you're like, God, I can't do this without you. And God is like, bet, I know you can't. And that's why I got, that's why I sent the Holy Spirit. <laughs> um, so um, it's, it's great. And God, and like he was saying, like God wants to give us the desires of our hearts. So it's not like he wants to hold out like everything from us. Y'all, okay, part, I'm excited to be spending time with God, but part of the reason that I'm stopping this um, need for like fleshly attention from men, cause I know he got a husband waiting for me y'all. Like, you know, it's <laughs> like, you, like, you know, there's so much more um, that God has to offer you. Um, and not even just like that, like I'm excited for like the Victoria that I'm becoming and like how I can just be a representation of him on this earth truly and it. Yeah, it's great. It really is. And when you when you fall in love with God and learn to allow God to change you, you fall in love with yourself a lot more, too, because mm-hmm. you're not like you become super like self-absorbed or self-centered. It actually is the op- has the opposite effect. But the more you start to look like Christ, the like happier you are with like who you are. And the more you learn to the more you learn how God loves you. The more you learn to love others, but also how to love yourself. And is that not the first and greatest commandment? Like, tell them. I don't know. They, they don't be listening, Victoria. They don't be listening. <laughs> they don't be listening. <laughs> Y'all read the Bible. <laughs> what... That's what this whole thing is about. Just read it, bro. Like you be, you probably spend two hours a day doing nothing, watching Netflix, watching stuff that's not doing nothing for you. Like just read the Bible. Like just. Read, read a gospel. Just read one. Like, read one. Like, just try. Take a step. Take a step. It, like, it's just it. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, this has been literally my favorite episode so far. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed listening to this. I'm sure Israel will be back often. <laughs> Okay. We're gonna talk more about our, you know, our journey of being almost holy to holy. Um, but it's fun, and there's and there's gonna be it's up. There's gonna we're gonna have our ups and our downs. But at the end of the day, you know, we're chasing Jesus, um, and that's joy in and of itself. That's peace in and of itself. Um, so yeah. Also, before I close, I wanted to. Oh, Israel, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say one more thing. Um, I do want to say again, like. I don't want to give this, neither of us want to give this like image that like we're perfect now or like we have it together now because we both still struggle with a lot of the things, you know, and we want to be open and transparent in this and saying that um, we talked a lot about the peace of God, right? But again, like Victoria said earlier, it's a choice every day. And in the past couple of weeks, like I've made some bad choices that have like took away from the peace that I have. And I know I really want it back. But because of the choices that I made, I'm living with the consequences. So growing in God is a lot about just it's a constant process of of growing each time. You know, you fall down seven times, you stand up eight or whatever uh, Soldier Boy said. (laughs) (laughs) Soldier Boy's not the one who said that quote, but he said it. He said it in a song. So uh, shout out to people who know what song I'm talking about. (laughs) But it's, it's, it's it's a constant process of growth. But the road that we're on becomes better and better as we continue to take steps forward. But it is up to us to choose which road we're going to walk on. So yes. we're not perfect growing. We're young, but that's all I wanted to say. Right. And that's the beauty of God. Like he didn't make us like um, just have to follow him. Like he gave us a choice. 
and that is like why he's so good. That's why you should choose to follow him. Um, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess that's pretty much everything, right? You have anything else? No, no, I don't. Okay, cool. So before we close, just wanted to offer up a time for anybody to like commit their lives to Christ, if that's you. And just like repeat after me, dear God, thank you for sending your son, Jesus, and offering us peace. I believe Jesus lived, died, and rose again just for me. Today, I turn away from, from my will and choose yours. I am yours. Amen. Amen. And if you said that, congratulations. You know, you made a wonderful, the best decision ever. And like I've been saying, you can definitely hit me up on Instagram and I can give you some more resources to just help you developing your faith. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening to our episode um, and stay tuned next week for more Almost Holy. Thanks again for listening. If you would like to connect further, follow me on Instagram at Almost Holy Podcast. God bless.